0: We are back with another edition of Making Money with the financial coach, Ron Hebert, retired portfolio manager. I'm Gord Whitehead, a retired broadcaster. We got together to do this show to try to provide a little more financial literacy for people that maybe want to become investors. Maybe you're already an investor. Hopefully you can glean something from what we talk about that might further your enterprise and enrichen enrichen your portfolio. We want to hearken back, Ron, here to a, a set of rules that you, for a lot of years, used in your business. This is by a guy who... Do we call Mr. Gartman a a guru? A
1: lot of people thought he was a guru. Dennis Gartman, what he did was he ran a commodity newsletter for 30 years, and he covered geopolitics and what was happening globally. And for many, many traders, the Gartman newsletter was the first thing they typically read in the morning before they, they started their trading day. And since his letter was considered essential reading for anybody who was a trader. Over time, he developed what's called the 22 Rules of Stock Trading. And we're going to discuss this over the next couple of shows. And for anyone who's interested, uh, they can just Google it and print it off the Internet. And so it's uh, Gartman's 22 Rules of Stock Trading. Uh, You'll find page after page of Google references or Bing references wherever you go for your search engine and you'll be able to get, pull this information up but it's it's a pretty succinct discussion on trading rules now trading is way way different than long-term investing
0: there aren't a lot of traders out there really are there or what's what do you figure the percentage is
1: well there's a lot there's been a lot of hot money the the last few years especially hedge funds or traders yeah some of the guys that are called quants and so some of the numbers I've seen show that, that literally uh, 30 40% of the market is now made up, the daily volume anyways, is made up of these people who are, who are trading. Now, if uh, you go back and listen to previous shows that we've talked about, uh, you'll know what our opinion is of trading. Trading generally, all the statistics show that if you have 100 people, you're going to have a very small handful that actually make money and the rest lose, many of them really big time. So trading isn't something, unless you have the ability, uh, that you really want to get into, but especially when markets become highly volatile, so you've got big swings to the upside, big swings to the downside, if you're fast on your feet and you're one of those small percentage of people that can actually make money trading, and I'm not a trader. I've traded a little bit over the 35 years I was in the business, but mostly it was long-term investing. So I'm not the type of person who feels that he wants to risk his money on the day-to-day fluctuations in the market, but there are some people who do. And this is for that small percentage of people who want to trade and want to get a foundation on how to do it. And Dennis Gartman's uh, 22 rules on stock trading are just that. It's a good foundation from which to start.
0: Okay, rule number one. Never under any circumstances add to a losing position, ever.
1: Essentially, if you're trading, what you are is you're following momentum. And so if you buy something and it rolls over and goes down, well, if you're a fundamental guy like me and, you know, for example, it's a big utility company or it's a a big bank or it's something like maybe a Nestle, a big food company, usually you trade any weakness as an opportunity to buy. But when you're a trader, you never, ever add to a losing position because momentum is over the short term is going the other way, and you're a short-term investor. So if the momentum goes the other way, you are out of that position.
0: Okay, so number two follows closely on that heel. Uh, Trade like a mercenary gorilla. If you're a
1: mercenary, you sell your services to the highest bidder, to the person who's going to Uh, make your ability to fight for them the most profitable for you. So when you're fighting like a mercenary grill, it means that you're quite willing to change sides. If something isn't working, you'll change sides readily uh, when one side literally has gained the upper hand and is doing much better. So if you think oil prices are going down and they go up, well, you have to be very mentally flexible if you're a trading and you can't get married into a short-term position, uh, you have to be willing uh, to change very, very
0: quickly. Gartman's 22 Rules of Stock Trading number 3, I'll let you explain. Capital comes in two varieties. Yeah, there's two things
1: that you bring to the table. You bring the money that you have in your wallet, and you bring the mental capital that you have. In other words, your skill or acumen as a trader. And of the two types of capital... The mental is more important and expensive of the two. So if you hold a position too long and you get slaughtered in that position, it's going to cost you some physical capital. But frankly, the anguish and the worry, if you're not really on your edge, if you trade and you've taken a series of really, really big losses, it's not the time to continue to trade because metal capital is so important. You've got to be aggressive. You've got to be positive. If you're taking big losses, it's going to hurt your pocketbook. But mentally, you're just going to be in no shape to trade. So metal capital is very, very important, and that's why you can't take big losses trading. If you do, you just lose your edge.
0: Okay, <laughs> I like this one. Number four, the objective is not to buy low and sell high but to buy high and to sell higher.
1: Well, here again, you know, if you're a trader, you're looking for momentum. And things can go a lot further up and down than most people think. So if you're a trader, you want to be in a position where generally you have the price rising, but also the volume rising. So the number of traders that are actively piling in that rising as well. So you want a position that is improving on a big way where a lot of outside investors are getting in. So you want to buy high because many of these investors have the expectation that this is going to go much, much higher. And as long as that trend continues, that's where you want to be if you're a trader.
0: Well, there's a good analogy that he, he cites here. Always remember sugar once fell from a dollar twenty five a pound to two cents a pound and seemed cheap many times along the way.
1: <laughs> I think you could almost say the same uh, over the last couple of years about oil prices. You know, even right. a few months ago they were sixty dollars a barrel and then they went to minus thirty eight dollars a barrel, you know, they just kept getting cheaper.
0: Okay, so now, in bull markets, we can only be long or neutral, and in bear markets, we can only be short or neutral. So if you're in a
1: bear market, which is a market that, uh, that is going down, you don't want to try and look for opportunities to buy things that are going up. You always play the trend. If you're in a bull market, you're either going to be on the sidelines because maybe you can't find any opportunities, or you don't understand the opportunities. But in bull markets, Don't look for the things that that are going down to buy. Buy the things that are going up. In other words, play the momentum, because as a trader, that's what you want to do. That might seem self-evident, but it's not. And it's a lesson that's learned too late by far too many individuals. Trading is momentum-based, and you go the direction of the momentum. If it's a bull market, you go long. If it's a bear market, you sell and go short.
0: We're talking about Gartman's 22 Rules of Stock Investing. Number six, markets can remain illogical longer than you and I can remain solvent.
1: Here again, you might have the most perfect logic. You've sat down and you've worked out the perfect scenario. But you find that due to greed and fear, markets are going the other way. And you just say, well... You know, my analysis is so brilliant, I'm just going to hang on because sooner or later, everybody's going to come to their senses and they're going to agree with me. Well, often you go bankrupt before that actually happens. You might be perfectly right, but if markets are running hard the other direction and you're a trader, that's just not a place where you want to sit and pat yourself on the head about how clever you are and how the rest of the world is wrong. If you're a trader,
0: you want to get out number seven sell markets that show the greatest weakness and buy those that show the greatest strength that that seems almost self-evident doesn't it but
1: yeah it does but here again many of the things that go on in trading because it's such an emotional activity many of these rules in the heat of battle people forget about so when you're in markets so let's say you're you're trading and you want to be in the, well, let's just say, the auto manufacturing market. Well, one of the weakest players in the auto manufacturing market is Ford or Chrysler. And so those are the guys you generally want to stay away from. The guys that are doing really well are the Ferrari and also Tesla. And of course, Tesla doesn't make any money, but if you're a trader, these are the ones that are performing well. So the others, you stay away from. You always go to the places where there's the best performance. You're getting the best movement because that's what you're looking for.
0: Okay, rule number eight deals with gaps in the market.
1: And typically what will happen, and, and a, a classic example, and everybody should just go and look up Boeing. Of, of course, we started to have these accidents where the the nav system wasn't working properly and these planes were crashing. And you'd, you'd see the market, Boeing for a long time, for years had been going straight up. Well, then it stopped and it gapped down. In other words, it closed at a price and usually when it opens the next day, it'll open right around its closing price the day before. Gapping up or down means that there's a big, huge leap in either direction. And in Boeing's case, it gapped down. And generally, when things gap down, that is just a warning flag that's out there that there's a lot more problems that are going to come out. So if you see a gap, either to the downside or if it gaps up, often it means that there's good news. Gartman's saying that in his 30 years of watching markets, when gaps happen, you really, really want to pay attention to these things. The market's telling you something. Either that there's a lot more bad news coming, or there's more good news coming.
0: Okay, rule number nine of Gartman's 22 rules of stock trading. Trading runs in cycles, some good, most bad. Everybody thinks
1: that they have to get up every morning, and if they watch television, that they see people always finding something to do every single day. And that isn't always the case. There'll be times when you're finding lots of things to do, And you're making money, and every trade you're doing is just hitting the ball over the fence. And then there's going to be bad times where even the most well-researched and thought-through trades don't work. And that's the nature of trading, is that you're going to have hot and cold cycles. And when you're hot, trade aggressively. And when you're not, trade modestly and move to the sidelines.
0: Yeah, so in good times and bad times, uh, ride along with them, right? That's, as you said, it's it's all about momentum. It's
1: all about momentum. It's like my grandfather used to have a dog. And any time a car passed the house, the dog would leap out of the ditch and chase the car. Now, if it was someone turning into the driveway and the car put the brakes on and rolled to a stop, the dog had no interest in the car. He would go back and lay down in the ditch. But as long as the car kept running... This dog would chase it five miles down the road. And trading is a lot like that. You know, you, you keep your eyes on momentum. And when things are moving, you're in there. When they're not, you're sitting
0: on the sidelines. Okay, so rule number 10 for Mr. Gartman, to trade successfully, think like a fundamentalist, trade like a technician.
1: It's important to understand underlying fundamentals. I mean, if you're buying a company that is continuing to go up, but you understand there's going to be a massive lawsuit against it, well, a lawsuit's quite a fundamental characteristic. Well, that's probably a trade you want to you wanna stay out of. You want to understand the underlying uh, reasons for a movement. And if the, the movement is completely illogical, and the underlying fundamentals say that exactly the opposite should happen.ing then you want to be very, very cautious about making a trade, even though the, the technicals look pretty good, like the charts.
0: Okay, and before we round off our first episode here of Gartman's 22 Rules, we'll split it down the middle. We'll go with number, ne- number 11. Respect outside reversals after extended bull or bear runs. What's he talking about there?
1: Well, you have stocks. Are very go on very powerful runs, especially ones that traders like to get into. And after an extended run, often you'll find that there's a two-day price pattern that re- implies a reversal, so it's running counter. If you start seeing a, a, a stock roll over in one or two days, and typically a small-range uh, day, and then the second day is usually a bigger-range day, It's probably time to hit the exit button and leave. So when you're trading, you've got to watch the stuff very carefully. You want to let your winners run, but you start seeing a stock roll over, have a couple of days where uh, the price action isn't moving in the direction of your trade. Time to say goodbye.
0: Okay, so Mr. Gartman put this list together. As Ron said, he studied it for, well, 20-odd years in his investing career. We'll come back and look at part number two. We'll go through rules 12 through 22 and see what we can glean from that. Remember, if you have a question for us here on Making Money, you can reach us at letsmakemoney.ca. That is our website. It'll go directly to Ron's inbox or to my inbox or to both of them, as a matter of fact, or also through the cfcw.com website. Uh, The show is called Making Money. Ron Hebert is the financial coach, retired portfolio manager. I'm Gord Whitehead. We'll talk to you next time.